Hello, everybody. Jim Malone here coming to you live on Dallas Trading Floor. It is Monday, a very interesting Monday today. As you probably have heard, I don't know if you've heard this yet, but it looks as if Elon Musk has successfully purchased, um, it, it, Elon Musk has successfully purchased uh, Twitter. At least that's what it looks like, uh, looks like right now. And uh, it's very interesting because, uh, you know, I expect a lot of, uh, there's going to be a lot of wringing of hands here, but uh, it looks as if Elon Musk has successfully uh, bought Twitter. So very, very interesting uh, thing going on. Apparently, he lined up uh, $46.5 billion in financing. Now, he only paid, only, I say only, uh, forty. I think it's $44 billion, which was basically the original offer. Uh, at least that's what I'm hearing. I'm not sure if it's exactly right, but that is basically kind of where it uh, seems to be. So very, very interesting. Um, you know, I mean, who knows what's going to happen uh, with Twitter, but uh, it does look like, uh, you know, according to what I have seen, and again, I'm, I'm just trying to figure it out as much as anybody else, of course, uh, and that is, you know, it just seems like... Um, you know, it, it seems like a very interesting thing. Apparently, this is uh, his tweet that I'm showing here. Um, he basically, uh, you know, he's hope he's saying, and I don't know if this is disingenuous or not, but he's hoping that his worst critics are going to stay on Twitter because uh, he's committed to free speech. So that's what he's saying. So very, very interesting thing going on here uh, with Twitter. I think there's going to be a lot of people that are going to jump up and down and get very, very angry. I think uh, already... Uh, Bill Gates is kind of uh, in a twit uh, a little bit there. And I and I think, quite frankly, Facebook could have some issues regarding this. Who knows? I mean, I certainly don't know. But apparently what's going to happen is they're going to open up the algorithms, the search algorithms, and uh, to, to everybody. It's going to be like open source. And this could be very, very interesting because, um, you know, I, I can remember, I'm old enough to remember when Windows was dominant, and the open source movement came along in um, uh, with Linux. I mean, Linux basically was a free operating system that uh, mimicked uh, Unix, and it was given away free, and it basically created a revolution in, um, in, in the Internet space. I mean, most every, all the servers are run on, on, uh, on Linux these days. So very interesting thing. I don't know if the same thing could happen in terms of the free speech uh, space, but if the, if the algorithms are opened... I think that this thing could explode. I mean, this could literally eat the lunch of, you know, even Google um, and, and companies like that, because, you know, if it's open, then everybody is going to rush to build, to build add-ons to this. That's what I'm thinking. If, if this, if they open up the API on this, the, uh, uh, so I don't know. I mean, I'm not an expert, but this could be a very, very interesting thing. A very interesting event. Just wanted to show you basically the chart of, uh, of Twitter. Now, it had been in a downward trend. Uh, and then, you know, basically when, uh, as you can see, when um, uh, uh, <clears throat> Elon made the offer, it jumped up to that 40-day uh, line. Uh, and, uh, and and then it's come back up to it. Now, after hours, it closed at 51.03. Uh, so the, the bid was at 54. So the question is, I mean, will it come up? Um, you know, will, will it come up? Now, it's going to stop trading as as a, uh, it's going to stop trading as a stock company and it's going to go private. So, um, you know, that's, you know, that's going to happen. You know, who knows uh, what the time frame on that is going to be, but it's going to be very, very interesting. I suspect that we're going to see, um, you know, we, we may see a weakness in some of the other stocks. Matter of fact, I kind of want to look just for fun. I haven't really looked at this at uh, how Facebook is doing on this news because, the way I see it, and again, I'm just you know looking at it, but but uh, I think that Facebook may get a lot of uh, potential c competition here, and of course, Facebook, as you can see, uh, Meta, um, Meta. Let's see if I can bring that. Let me see if I can, um, I can, I can bring that screen up for you. Um, it's been in a, it, it's been in a, um, uh, it's in, a, it's been in a downward trend since uh, you know. For a while there, so let's see if I can I can show you 
um, you know, Facebook. But Facebook, as you can see, it's been in a downward trend. And this, now it did pop up a little bit, but after hours, Facebook is down. So the question is, with this new acquisition that Elon has of um, of Twitter, uh, this might be interest. This might be very, very negative for um, for Facebook uh, going forward, and it definitely seems to be showing on the chart. I'm going to look at the 10 minute chart uh, to see kind of what the reaction is. But uh, no, it does appear it traded up a little bit uh, at the end of the day. So who knows what's going to happen here? But very, very interesting in terms of that. Uh, by the way, everybody, we are currently, and I, you know, this is not a good thing, but we are we are currently in a um, we are, we are currently in a downward trend. We just moved from a uptrend under pressure to a um, to to a, a a downward trend. And let me just kind of let's see if I can if I can put that up here. Uh, let's see if I can uh, I can put that up here. Um, we are current. We are currently in. Um, yeah, let's relaunch those charts, and let's go to let's let's go to the Nasdaq here. And hopefully, we're going to get a get a feed here pretty quick. Yeah, there's the Nasdaq Composite. So let's take a look at the Nasdaq Composite here. Let's see if we can get that up. There we go. All right. So with the Nasdaq Composite, you can see uh, we're looking at the uh, the ten minute chart, but as you can see, the Nasdaq Composite has come basically. It's been it, it's been it's been coming down significantly. It was up a little bit at the end of the day, but I do think this is a dead cat bounce, and I do think that you know we are now looking at the Nasdaq going lower. So this is a very interesting development. There's been a big sell off in tech. Now we did have a bounce today. It came right up to the $1,300 levels. You can see right there, it bounced. But I do think that this is this is basically, we're going to, you know, once the, by the end of the week, I think this is going to be likely lower. So that's just another thing I want to kind of point out to everybody uh, out there. Um, also, uh, I wanted to show you a very interesting trade that I just put on today. It's a bear put spread on Disney. And uh, Disney is was up a little bit today. But uh, what I did is I created a um, I, I created a bear put spread. Now the first quarter, Disney had some good earnings, and it, it's it's been it's it's been moving very fairly well. But I do think uh, Disney, like many of the other stocks, is likely to move lower, and this is because of the market direction. Here is a chart of the uh, here's a chart of Disney, uh, and as you can see, since really since back way back here. Uh, in October of last year, Disney has been on a downward spiral, and uh, because I think we're—I—I I, I don't think that—I uh, don't think that the, their problems are over with. Now, Disney Plus has been very successful, um, but overall, the streaming business is starting to lose steam, and I do see Disney moving lower. The way this trade works, by the way, if you're interested, uh, is that um, it. Uh, well, that's a Twitter screen. Um, the way this trade works is basically um, I today I sold uh, I, I sold the May 20th 110 put and then I simultaneously bought the 115 put. Now, so if if uh, Disney moves lower, as you can see, this will come in to the money here. Now, today uh, we were at 117.81. Now, it did trade up. By the end of the day, um, by the end of the day, Disney did trade up to 120, and it's up a little bit after hours. So what I'm hoping is that it will readjust itself, and then it will continue its movement down. If that's the case, then this trade should uh, pay out quite quite nicely. Uh, what I'm expecting on this one is uh, basically a return of about $670 for a risk of $330. So it's it's almost a, it's a little bit better than a two to one. Uh, risk on this one. This, of course, is if uh, if the price of Disney falls uh, basically to one ten, and I think that there's a fairly good likelihood that by May twentieth that it can be the case. So it would have to fall basically down to about here, about yeah, there we go, about one ten, as you can see. So not not far to go in terms of, in a month 
to to fall to to that level. So hopefully this will work. And by the way, if you're interested in this trade, you can you can you can take a look at it. Super duper easy to do. Just go to www.dallastradingfloor and it's the second button. Just punch that button and uh, enter the information, and you'll get a look see at that trade. And by the way, um, it, by, by uh, oh, uh, and um, uh, so that that so you can take it definitely take a look at that trade. Of course, if you're on the action trade alerts, I'm going to be trying to put out something on this as well uh, as we go forward. There. Um, all right. Let's see a few more things, and then we'll get into everybody's questions. Um, let's see. That's the that's that trade. Let's go to the next slide here. Uh, basically, this is what's happening at the very end of the day. Uh, the market did trade up. Uh, we're we're positive on the Dow. We're positive on the S&P 500, and we're positive on the Nasdaq, which is definitely a good thing. Now, unfortunately, on Friday, I got kind of taken, you know, it, it, it took the wind out of my sails, definitely, and the market went into correction. So what I did on Friday is I took the profits on the profit where I had them. Then I went to cash, and I'm almost totally in cash. I'll show you that in just a second. I build my watch list, and then I'm getting ready to short. Now, my first short is going to be this Disney bear put spread. So we'll hopefully this will hopefully this will work. Here's the condition of the small portfolio. Not very good. I'm telling you that we've lost on both the things that are in it. I'm as you can see, I'm only in two things currently. Uh, American Homes for Rent. That's a REIT, uh, and I'm only up. I'm I, I'm I'm down on that one uh, in 12 days. Unfortunately, I've got 10 days to earnings on that one. So we will make a, an evaluation at the end of the week if we're up. We'll probably if we're not up ten uh, percent, we'll probably be selling this one, uh, and the same with Novo Nordisk. This is a uh, insulin maker, and it's uh, one of the biggest in the world. But everything else has been sold off, so not you know not fun. I got stopped out of a lot of positions. Basically, I'm only in three stocks. Uh, one is America Homes Rent. This is the REIT, of course, that owns the single family homes, about fifty seven thousand of them. Uh, that was down a little bit today. Um, Rexar, this is the in, uh, Industrial Realty Trust. This owns basically distribution warehouses in uh, Southern California. I'm up a little bit on that one, and then I'm up on Nova Nordisk today. But just basically terrible. I'm mostly in cash, and uh, you know that's sort of mostly how uh, you know it's looking. So I'm mostly in I'm mostly in cash right now, um, and uh, it's just one of those things. So. Let's get to your questions. Thanks for holding on. Let me yammer on here. So let's go to Justin. Thanks, Justin. Uh, what's the best level to buy uh, a put spread based on the chart? Well, that's a good question. Uh, here's kind of what I do when I'm when I'm when I'm doing that on a put spread. I'm going to show you the Disney chart here. Oop, there we go. I'm going to show you the Disney chart here. I'm going to go to the daily, and I'm going to look at sort of the trend. The first thing you do is to figure out what the trend is. And on the Disney chart, you can definitely do that by drawing this temporary line going from the highs here. And this kind of gives you the slope of the, the, the slope. Now, currently, uh, it's I expect this to trade up, you know, trying to uh, to the to the uh, to the 10-day line, and then I expect it to move lower. So in the next few days, I kind of expect Disney to trade up, but then once it it reaches I would say about 122, 123. I think it's going to, I think it's going to reverse and go lower. And then once it starts to go lower, it will make a new low. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to create, I'm going to draw a line here, and this kind of gives you the slope of what I'm looking at. Now, I'm looking at about a month out, so I'm looking at a potential, um, I'm, I'm looking at a, a potential price of about 110 on this, uh, on on this on this Disney trade. So if we were to go back to the um, to the spread that I have looking at about a 110 level at the end of the trade you can see if if I, I would make all the money if Disney is at or below 110 by May 20 20th now so what I'm doing is I'm looking at the chart and I'm looking at kind of what is the slope of the lower lows okay so this is the lower low so I kind of expect it to be around 110. So that's the reason for this trade. That's that's why I'm I'm doing this trade where I am I am selling the May 20th 110 put and then I'm buying and then I'm I'm, I'm simultaneously buying 
the 115. So what I'm looking at is I'm trying to get it so that as it moves from 115 down to 110, that's where I'm going to be in the money. Now, when I opened it today, I was slightly in the money, but it did close a little bit higher. So I'm slightly out of the money now. But as you can see, as it moves lower, I expect there to be this, this downward trend in Disney. So that's the reason why I put this that's the reason why I put this trade out there. I expect Disney in about 30 days to be in about the 110 range. Now, I can make money as long as it's below 115. So 115 to 110 is where I make the money on this particular trade. So that's kind of how that's kind of how I do it in terms of uh, putting together a bear spread. Thank you very much for the question, Jim. Is it a good time to, to own transport stocks? Well, that's a very good question. Thank you for answering that, asking that question. What I want to show you is I want to show you a chart of where the transport stocks are in relationship to the other stocks. Now, I don't think it's a good time to be owning transport stocks. And let me show you why I think that. Uh, and so what I'm going to do here is I'm going to show you uh, well, let's see if I can get the right chart here. Let's see if I let's see if I can get the uh, if I can get the right uh, um, right uh, right chart. Uh, so let's see. I'm gonna um, let's see. I'm gonna there we go. And so I'm gonna go ahead and share out the chart that I have. This is the this is the heat chart, by the way, that I have for the entire for the entire stock market. Now, if we look at this, the top performing area of the market currently is agricultural chemicals. So let's kind of see where on this chart we're going to see some transportation. Well, if we go down basically to this to number 17, we can see that that's it's 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 there. So ship transport is still doing well, but if you'll notice the other ones aren't the um um, the, the truck and all that, they've fallen. So right now you, you possibly could stay in this, but I wouldn't recommend, I wouldn't recommend buying into it. Now the entire market, unfortunately has taken a leg down. So I would not, I would not buy here and I would not buy for a dividend. Now, if you're looking for a dividend, the place to be in the market right now is in the REITs, the real estate investment trust. That's really where you want to look for the um the dividends and that's and they have been doing fairly fairly well that's that's the reason why i own two reits america homes for rent and then i also own rexar uh as well so you, that's where you probably should be looking if you're looking for a dividend and right now i don't really recommend buying in this market because we've moved into a downtrend and when you move into a downtrend it's not a good idea to be long stocks so it's like catching a falling knife, okay? So we don't want to do that. So really, what I would what I would recommend doing is if you're in some of these stocks and they're doing well, keep them. But I would not add to my positions now that we have moved into a correction. Currently, the market is in a correction. And that's very tough because when you're in a correction, really all you can do is sit on your hands and build your watch list or short stocks. Now, at the end of Friday, I was left basically with three stocks because everything else uh, was stopped out because my strategy is to buy a stock, let it go up, move the stop loss up. But when it pulls back and sells out, that's where I stop. You know, I, I just stop me in track. So I only have three stocks right now. Um, so right now, I don't think it's the best idea to be in um, transport stocks right now because you're going to lose some money. Wait for a follow through day. Wait until the market bottoms. And this may take as long, you know, this could take several months. Uh, it's, not a, it's not a good time, though, to be long stocks right now as the market has been in correction. If you watch this channel, I will indicate when the market has turned up because we've had a fall-through day. But right now, and I know this is very hard, the best thing to do is not to be in anything right now or be short things because right now is not a time, uh, it is not an optimal time, unfortunately. Um, oh, hey, thank you, man. Um, let's see. Okay. Let's go there. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, can you please uh, look at uh, WSCH? Let's, let's, look, let's look at that. Um, let's look at the stock right now. 
and let's let's analyze that chart. Uh, and that is SWCH. Let me SWCH on. This is Swatch. I haven't seen Swatch in years. The Swiss Watch Company. Well, it definitely looks like a pretty good chart. It's definitely moving upwards. That's for sure. And it's got a relative strength of 97. Definitely got, you got to like that. I mean, th these are all good signs there. Uh, but it's above, it's extended above the buy zone. The, the, the correct buy point for this on a cup with handle basis is 27.15. So currently we're above that, uh, but we're right at the 21-day line. I suspect you could make a case for buying the stock, but I probably wouldn't in the overall condition of the market. Right now, the market is in a downward trend. So even though this stock is doing better, I would be very, very careful. So here's the thing about Swatch right now. Based on based on what I'm looking um, looking at, you know, Swatch um, S W C H is a good stock in a bad market. <laughs> uh, it, uh, and it is extended. So here's here's the issue when you're dealing with with something like that. Is that you know Swatch is a good stock, absolutely a good stock. It's got a high relative strength. Uh, the, the 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 relative strength line is moving up. Uh, things are looking good for it, but but it is extended right now. It's thirteen percent above its pivot, which was basically twenty five days ago. So the stock is extended right now, and probably I would not buy it at this level. I would watch this this one. It's a good stock, but I wouldn't buy it. Part of the issue, part of the issue here is that it says that it's in the the internet networking group, which is kind of interesting. Uh, but that's one eighteen out of one ninety seven. So, if we were to look at this area of the market um, it, switch, if we were if we were looking if we were to look at the area of the market that this is in, uh, it probably would not be in an area uh, of the market that would would particularly work. So let's take a look at this. 118 area. It's way down here. Um, let's see if I can. Let's see if I can get that 118. Yeah, there we go. Okay, so no, yeah. The the currently um, this um, SWCH switch is in this category right here, and as you can see by the fact this is this is orange. This area of the market is not doing very well. This is the bottom. The bottom of the market is 197. So this is basically in the bottom quartile of all of the stocks. So I do. I wouldn't want to be buying here. I wouldn't want to be buying here because the trend, if you can see, not only is not only is it in the lower part of the market, but the trend by looking at the spark light is down. So I just couldn't. I just. I just couldn't. Uh, in in good conscience recommend buying the stock it just unfortunately it's it's a good stock but it's in the wrong neighborhood and that's a tough and that's a very very tough place uh, for it to be but I appreciate very much bringing it out um, where's the ceiling of the QQQ short term big earnings coming in next week well that's the thing I I think that um, you know the QQQ is extremely vulnerable if the earnings don't aren't just stellar. And I don't expect that to happen. So my guess is the Qs are going to continue to move lower. Um, I would probably be betting against the Qs. As a matter of fact, um, that's probably not a bad idea. It would be to short the QQQ because if we take a look at the, at the chart here for the Qs, um, we've got this downward trend. I mean, you know, there's just no way around it. We're below that 50-day, the 200-day moving average. We're below the 50-day moving average. Now, we are moving down, but then we're moving up. So the overall look on this, well, I'm afraid to say we have a problem here. And I do think that even after earnings, there was some, there was some movement up today. But I don't think that we've changed course. I still think we're on a downward trend. So... Basically, what I would be looking at, what is the ceiling 
of the queues, well, I would uh, the my guess is the ceiling price of the queues is going to be right about there, uh, right about three thirty-five. That's kind of where I'm looking at it. Why? Because it's pulled down. It's going to try to make a stand here, because this is sort of the bottom of this consolidation. So I would say that the the ceiling uh, on the queues, at least in the short term, is between. Um, is it between three three forty and about uh, three thirty? So that's kind of where I see um, that that that's that's kind of that's kind of where I see it uh, right now. So so three thirty to three forty ceiling for QQQ. Uh, and let's see if it's. See if I can get that in there. So yeah, so that's kind of where I see it is right between about maybe about here and 340. So I think we're, we may get a short term rally up to here, but I think it's going lower. So if you were looking to short this by possibly buying puts or or doing a put spread, I prefer a put spread to be honest. I would be looking to have my upper put at about 340, and then possibly the lower put. Maybe you know buying the 340 and selling the 330. That's kind of what I would look at to do uh, if I was looking to short the index, and and that's kind of kind of how I would be looking to do it. So I think the earnings are going to be you know they're going to be you know, some of the some of the uh, earnings on the queues are going to be good, but I think some of them are going to be um, disappointing. And here's the thing: in the kind of market that we're in. If they don't just absolutely blow it, look at look at what happened with Tesla. Tesla had fantastic earnings, and it barely moved the stock. Why? Because there's a lot of fear in the market right now, and nothing's moving. Let's take a look at Tesla just really quickly to kind of show my point here. What we what you have going on in even really good stocks like Tesla is Tesla had great earnings, but yet it it still is kind of stuck here at the one thousand range. Which is is excellent, by the way, but that is incredible when you think about it. It's kind of stuck in there, and let's see if we can turn off those. Um, see if see if I can turn off the comments. Um, but as you can see, it's sort of it's sort of got this range from about um, nine eighty up to about um, you know eleven eleven ten like ten ten right in there. So what I'm trying to say is that even the very best stocks that are having great earnings, and by the way, Tesla had great earnings. Let's uh, let's look at let's 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 take a quick look at their earnings. Oops, let's see if I can get it. There we go. Uh, let's see if I can. A little bit slow on there on the uptake, but this is the the earnings for Tesla. Let's see if it'll. There we go. The earnings were up, the sales were up 81 percent, and their and their profits were up 246 percent. And guess what happened? The stock went down. So that tells you even the most powerful stocks are going down. So I I fully expect in the Nasdaq next week, even if we have some blowout earnings, and we we should have some blowout earnings, that there's going to be problems. And I suspect the Nasdaq, the QQQs are going to go lower. Just because of the overall trend in this market, it doesn't. It's it's right now. There's a lot of fear in the market, especially with these interest rates. Um, all right, let's look at the spider. Thanks, Rachel. Let's look at the spider and uh, take a look. I think the same thing for the spider, but not quite as severe as as the as the QQQ with the Nasdaq. Uh, of course, this represents a a little bit wider range of um, you know of of you know, of, of stocks than the, than, than the NASDAQ. But here's what the thing with the S&P 500. We're definitely well below the 200-day moving average. We pulled all the way down, and we did pull up today, but this is a dead cat bounce. So here's the thing. I believe that we're going to have um, – oh, hey, by the way, I used to live in the Bay Area. I used to live in, uh, I used to live in Berkeley and in uh, Hayward, believe it or not. And that was not that long ago. <laughs> I left the Bay Area in 2006. But congratulations! Thanks for uh, thank thanks for uh, thanks for watching me from the Bay Area. I really appreciate it. Um, so, anyways, what's happened is we've we've pulled below that 40-day line, and and now we're starting. It's starting to get the dead cat bounce. So, what do I what do I look at this? Well, I think we're going down. 
uh, a little bit more. We're not probably going to see some support probably until we get down probably below 410. So 410, 410, 415, that's kind of where I see the support for the S&P 500. Of course, this is the spider. That's the ETF that represents the S&P 500. So I do think that is going lower, unfortunately. Now, Procter & Gamble, PG, this is, the, this is one of the ultimate um, bellwether stocks. Typically, this a stock like Procter & Gamble will be bought by the funds that have to be invested. They don't want to be out of the market. They don't want to go to cash. I recommend going to cash, by the way. Uh, and waiting for better opportunities. But for the companies that, that, that can't get all that out into cash, um, going into something like Procter & Gallo makes a lot of sense. So typically when the market gets weak, consumer staples get stronger. Now, could you buy Procter & Gamble here? You know what? I kind of believe you could. Now, that's unusual for me to say that because I'm saying, you know, basically I'm all cash. I'm not buying anything. But if you were to buy anything in this market, Rachel, this is one that you really should consider. And I think this is very smart that you bring this one up. This typically will do very well in a downtrend. Another one, of course, is KO. That's Coca-Cola. Um, this is basically up 1% from the pivot in four days. So it's right at the pivot, and you probably could buy this one. It's not extended, which is a very, very good thing. This stock is not extended. So out of these two, buying the Spider or buying buying the buying P and G, Procter and Gamble. Actually, I would recommend Procter and Gamble because people are going to be, you know, even if we have a depression, people are going to still be using soap. So, um, at least I hope so. <laughs> so I think that you know, if you if you're looking for something to buy, and I and I again, I'm not buying in this market, but if you have to buy something. This is the kind of thing you should be looking at. I think that's very smart, um, very, very smart um, um, uh, symbol to pick up uh, there. PG, Procter & Gamble, the, those, that is the, as the consumer staple, and they tend to do better when the market is falling like this. So very, very good, very good. Um, how much can we, <laughs> how much can dog, do, you know what? I don't know how much Dogecoin can move, but I do know one thing. With this acquisition of Twitter, it's likely to move uh, a lot more than than I than I than I would have thought. Now, let me see if I can get a chart up. I haven't looked at uh, the chart for Dogecoin uh, in a while. I don't own it, um, but you know it probably could double. I mean, uh, you know it 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 it, pro it probably could double. I mean, according to this, it it was down a little bit after hours on the day. I kind of want to look at the month. Yeah, so so basically, here's the thing. You want to buy, you always want to buy something as it's moving to a higher high. There, there, there's sort of the, 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 the um, we're right at 15. This is a key level. So it probably is going to, so this is probably buyable at this time. Let me look at the six-month chart. Yeah, so this, you know, it possibly could get back up to 25. I mean, that would be amazing if it happened. So this, it might be bullish. I'm going to have to take a little bit more look on this one, but this chart doesn't look bad because if we go out here to the day chart, we can see it made a high basically at 6 p.m. up here. It was as high as um, almost 17 cents today. It's down a little bit, but if it, can, if it can keep going, you want to buy something as it's making a higher high. And... That seems to be, at least in the, in the near-term future, with Dogecoin. So I'm going to have to look at that more carefully, but that could be a buy. That, 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 could, that could be a buy, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, let's see. Oh, on the coil last night, yeah. Um, oh, nice, nice, nice. Uh, she's uh, in one day. It's yeah, yeah, I think you're doing great on that, on that stuff. But be careful. Push your stop losses up. Protect those profits because the profits are so hard to come by. And, you know, when, when you get them, you want to keep them. So that's in this kind of market, you kind of be, got to be a swing trader. If you get into something and it moves up nicely, push your stop loss up, protect those profits because, uh, you know, they will pull back. And uh, you want to protect those profits while you got them because uh, they can be very, very good. Let's look at Boyle, B-O-I-L. 
There we go. All right. And this is the natural gas futures. Wow, look at them. They're strong. You're right, Alberto. This is uh, this is looking good. You know, we're going to be short of natural gas come, uh, you know, um, you know, come winter. We're going to be short of natural gas. And this obviously made a high here uh, last week, and then it's pulled back up. So looks like it's getting some support at about the $80 level. So here's the thing. It touched the 21-day the, the line. Here's what, if you have this now, I would start moving my stop loss up. And if it pulls back, it'll be sold out, but then you can wait for it to pull back. I do think this is a bounce off the 21-day line, but, you know, we will see what happens. We will see what happens next. But this is a good chart, man, a very, very good chart. Considering that we're in a down market, this is a very, very good chart. So for everyone out there, just want to put it out there um, right now, and that is it's Boyle B. O-I-L, and it's the natural gas ETF. Um, so, and it's ProShare, so it's it's good. So, yeah, this this is, for everyone out there, this is Boyle. It's the natural gas ETF, and it tracks the, uh, it tracks the, uh, the price of natural gas. So, one of the good things about this one, if we go all the way out to the monthly chart, you can see we are turning the corner. It has been really since its inception in about 2011 it's been it's been moving down and then now it's turned the corner and it's starting to make higher highs this is typically looks like a nice turn and if it can stay you know really it needs to move above 100 but if it can if it can hold 80 then i think it's probably going to go higher so definitely put this one on your watch list i wouldn't recommend buying it right at this moment based on the chart but it could pull back and give us another opportunity right now the, the where you want to buy this, and this is really tough uh, to do, but what you where you want to buy it is when it pulls back to this 21-day line. So right now, we are basically the 21-day line currently is at 73.29. So if if this thing pulls back to about 73 or so, that's where you want to buy it, right about here, uh, if you can, if you can get into it, because it will bounce higher, because it does look like. It, it's going to make a it's going to make a move. It's probably going to pull back a little bit, and then it's going to continue to move up. But this looks like a bounce. It looks like it's got some support at that twenty one day line. So that's looking pretty darn that's looking pretty darn good uh, as well. I really appreciate that that comment. That's a really that's a that's a good one. That's, that is a very good one. All right, Jay. Thank you very much. Facebook uh, sells off last week. What's the support? Oh my goodness. I think that you know with this. Twitter acquisition, I think Facebook may have some difficulties because um, the thing about Facebook is I think it's going to go lower. I think I think Facebook is likely to go lower. Uh, currently, it's a very low relative strength, 11, and it's below the 200-day line, so it's not looking good. Uh, what's happened is that it's lost support at the 40-day. The 40-day came down here, as you can see, this is the 40-day line. It, it's 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 going to try to rally back up, to, but this could be a candidate to be shorted. I really believe that because look at this. Let's go over to the to, to the uh, weekly chart. I'm actually looking to possibly short this one because if you notice, it it came up, it rallied, to the, it, it it rallied, and then and then it, it's broken down. Now it's going to rally again, but I suspect it may break down right about you know when it hits that line again. So. This one is a potential short, uh, I believe, in this market. And uh, I'm going to do a little bit more work, work on this, but uh, uh, FB is a potential short. Uh, and, you know, there's a lot of different ways you can handle this. I like to handle this with typically with, um, with bear uh, put spreads because I like to limit my risk on the downside. Um, oops. I, I, um, let's see. There we go. Um, so I do believe that uh, that Meta Platforms or Facebook is a potential short. So keep that in your back, keep that in your back pocket. I think that uh, you know that one could be very very interesting. Uh, here's somebody asking about PayPal long term thoughts on PayPal long term. Okay, really, I mean, in the long term, we're all dead. I mean, that was a famous saying. But I think you really want to be careful with PayPal for long term. Because why, if, if it's not going up, why buy it long? 
We're not shorted because um, in the, right now the trend in the market, unfortunately, is downward. Let's take a look at that uh, at that PayPal chart. So you can see we're, we're moving lower. Now, I do think that PayPal is going to get some support right about here. So it seems like, you know, I do expect, you know, 85 or so for it to get some support. But I wouldn't be interested in buying it until it can move quite a bit higher because, you know, it may just go up and then move back down. So right now, uh, I'm not sure that PayPal is getting support at, at the 50-day line. Now, look, the numbers are good. See, this is, the, this, is the, this is the problem right now with this interest rate situation. Even the companies that have good numbers are getting hurt. Uh, this has a PE of 19, which is very, very good for tech stock. Uh, but yet it's still getting hurt. And it's got a 28% return on equity. But it's still getting hammered. Look at, look at all the selling that's going on here. It's still getting hammered. The reason the market is selling off, the market is moving into cash because right now, um, with the with the situation of the the market um, and the interest rates going up, you're going to see you're going to see stuff go into cash. You're going to see stuff go into cash, and that's just kind of the way it is. Uh, in the last few years, the Fed has been working with the market. They're going to work against the market now because they have to get that inflation down. So to fight inflation, they're going to push the, the interest rates up. The interest rates going up are going to pull capital out of some of the growth stocks into bonds. So a lot of bonds are going to get bought. So very strange market. I would not be a long-term holder right now of PayPal. If it's down more than, if it's down more than um, 7%, consider selling it. I really, I mean, you know, just consider selling it and getting into something that's going to work, that is going to work better. Now, Johnson & Johnson is probably one of the ultimate bellwether stocks, and it is a little bit extended, not too much, but it is a little bit extended above that 21-day line. The last buy point on this on, on Johnson & Johnson, the last correct buy point, was at 173. And, and um, so we are now basically at 185. So we're extended a little bit above the buy zone here. So could you buy this? Well, I wouldn't recommend this. This stock, believe it or not, and it, it doesn't seem like it should be, but uh, right now this stock is extended. So <laughs> another, I have to say, um, J&J is extended. So watch list. Now, why would I say this? Well, part of the reason is, is because in this kind of market, you've got to wait until the stock pulls back to one of these lines of support. Now, the, the most likely line of support that Johnson & Johnson is going to pull back to is the 21-day line. So right now, if you were to buy this stock, you really, know, you really can't buy it any higher than that 21-day line or about 180. Currently, it's at 185. So here's what you got to do. You've got to wait for the stock to reverse lower to about 180. And when it does, then you could possibly start getting a position. But until it moves down to the, about that 21-day line, that's the green line here, I'd be very, very careful about this because it's likely to reverse lower, even though it's a very good stock as well. I mean, everybody's been putting out really good tickers here. It's just this market is a tough market to trade in. It just really is. Um, question about JetBlue, JB. You. Yeah, let's take a look at JetBlue. Um, some of the some of the airlines have been perking up, but I am not a fan of the airlines right now because of a number of things. Primarily, the price of oil and the fact that you know it's unbelievable, but they still have travel restrictions in a lot of areas where you know the masking is still going going on, and and they they just reinstituted it in Los Angeles and Chicago. They. So, so unfortunately, you know, everybody, everybody wants to get out of town. I totally understand that, but a lot of places still have mask mandates and they may go on for, you know, as long as the, 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 the politicians can get, can get away with them. They like those mask mandates, mandates, but it, but it hurts the travel business. And, you know, with, with zoom and virtual uh, meetings and everything like that, the, the the travel business for business has not been very good. They really have to depend mostly on the uh, leisure travel. And unfortunately, mass mandates are a big deal. So I would not be 
in JetBlue. I just, I'm, I'm sounding so negative, but I would not be in JetBlue on this one. Um, can we see the chart for UPS? Absolutely. Let's take a look. Uh, UPS, United Parcel Service, of course. Oops. Uh, and let's get that correct. And I'll bring that up. That will bring up the chart. There we go. So basically, this is the chart for UPS. Um, here's the problem with UPS. It's well below that 200-day moving average. And so therefore, and, and it's starting to fade from the from from the 190. So I don't see I see this in a downward trend right now. It's got a 57 relative strength. So I just wouldn't be again, this one, you know, I just I wouldn't buy it. Anything anything below that 200 day moving average is a no buy for me. So uh, you know, I, I would have to pass on UPS as well. And I keep being so negative here, but I just I wouldn't I would not buy this one based on this chart. <coughs> this chart isn't strong enough, and uh, I think it's going to be difficult. By the way, if you're watching on TikTok, super easy, and you want to get on the action trailers, just go to the um, uh, to my profile, click on the link, first and last name and email, and we'll get you set up on the free action trailers. Amazon is moving away from uh, UPS. Absolutely. It's probably going to, you know, that's right. They're building their own package delivery service, and it's going to have a big impact on UPS. Absolutely. Um, how is Twitter trading? Oh, why is Twitter not trading? That's a good question. Why is Twitter not trading at 54.20, which is the buyout amount? Well, the reason is it's because there's still some uncertainty, even though, even though the board uh, has – um, has approved the buyout. There is there is uncertainty because of regulatory issues. We don't know what they're going to be, but once those are cleared up, I suspect that the cash price will come up to fifty four twenty. Right now, it started to do that in the after hours. It's at fifty two, um, you know, and we'll see what happens uh, after hours. It closed at fifty one seventy, um, <coughs> but I suspect that very soon. When the details are known uh, of, you know, uh, you know, when the exact details are known, it will be trading at 54.20. So that's a very, very good question uh, on that. All right. Well, I basically am running through. Um, can you please check CNN? CNN. Let's look at CNN. All right. Let's look at that one. And this is one I am not familiar with. This is um, Senko Electrical Group. Uh, it's an automobile manufacturer. This is a terrible stock, unfortunately. No buy. It's just just run away from this one. This is this is just not good. Um, you know, not a viable. So I, I you know, this just isn't a viable stock. Um, yeah, this isn't a Bible stock. This is a very, this is a dangerous chart. Uh, this chart's below um, $10. It's below the 200-day line. It's got a relative strength of five, and it's in group 135 out of 197 pass. Just not a, just not a good, just not a good uh, stock, unfortunately, there. So I don't think that one is viable, unfortunately. Well, everybody, um, I've gone wasted about 45 minutes of your time. Thank you so much for taking a look at the show. I'm on every day at 5 o'clock uh, and then uh, also on, with updates on TikTok and, and YouTube and that kind of uh, and, and those platforms. Uh, if you want to get on the action trailer, super easy to do. Just go to um, just just go to www.dallastradingfloor and uh, just need the first and last name and an email address and we'll get you set up on that. Also, if you're on TikTok, super easy to do. Just go to the profile, click on the link, first and last name and email us, and we'll get you right onto the to the uh, to the list. We do have a copy of the heat map. These are all the top performing areas in the market, and there's not many of them. I can tell you that. That's available at www.dallastradingfloor as well. So, uh, without further ado, thanks everybody. I'll be back tomorrow. Please, um, please stay safe. The market has moved to. 
from a uh, from a market trend under pressure to a market in correction. We're currently in a market in correction. In a market in correction, we want to close our positions. We want to be in cash, and we want to be building that watch list because when the market turns, and that's on a fall through day, which which I will tell you about, when the market turns, that's when we want to be coming into the market. But right now, I'm mostly in cash, and that's probably a good place for you too uh, to be. So. Uh, I will see you back. Oh, I have one more question, I think. Yeah. How low can the QQQ go? It can go very low, believe it or not, uh, because I do think we're going to get a sell-off next week because earnings, we're in earnings season right now, and I think earnings season for the QQQ is going to be very difficult. We are in a downward trend on the Qs. I can see it. I can see the Qs moving lower the, if, if we move lower than 318.50 right here, I'm going to draw that line across there, then it could go much, much lower. So if we move below 318, you know, get, you know, get, get ready because it's going to go much, much lower. So uh, this could easily go. The next support, uh, the, 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 next, the next support for level for the Qs. Um, is 318.50. Um, so, so that's the next. That's the next support level uh, for the QQQs is 318.50. So right there. So if we move below that, it's going to go lower. So that's where I expect it to see a bounce. Hopefully, we'll get a bounce there. But uh, if we don't, it's going to go lower. So uh, could be could be very very. Very, very difficult, uh, a very, very difficult time uh, going forward. So be careful. Cut your positions right now. If you're down more than 7% on any of your stocks, consider selling and getting into cash and waiting for a confirmed uptrend. I'll be back tomorrow uh, at the same time, 5 o'clock. Happy trading. <laughs>